friends, my name is Amina Mejdoubi and you are listening to the podcast Unpacking with Mina. This podcast is a safe space where comfortable and uncomfortable conversations will occur. We will explore together the world by dissecting various issues that pertain to the human experience in a raw, authentic and fun way. So buckle up for a fun ride. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Unpacking with Mina with Amina Mejdoubi. Thank you so much for being here. I missed you and I'm glad to be back with you again on this platform. I hope that this episode finds you healthy, happy, and most importantly, COVID-free. I hope your family members and loved ones are feeling great and are healthy. So what is gaslighting? Who suffers from gaslighting? And how can we respond if somebody in our life gaslights us? Um, you're probably like, what? Gaslight? What are you talking about? The term gaslighting means um, it's actually defined as a form of psychological abuse um, that abusers employ to make the other person question themselves and their own sanity. How did this term come about? This term was first coined in the 1938 um, from a play um, in which a husband manipulates his wife into thinking she has a mental illness by dimming their gas-fueled lights and telling her she's hallucinating. So, there was this play called Gaslight in um, 1938 and in that play the husband would basically dim the lights of their gas-fueled lights and the woman would be like, there is no light and the husband would be like, no, you're crazy, there's light, it's not, it, it's not dim or anything, you're just hallucinating, you're, you're crazy. And eventually the woman actually thinks she is crazy. And this is how the term gaslighting came about. Um, it's it's 100% a form of abuse and to be exact, psychological abuse. So gaslighting develops very gradually and it kind of sneaks up on people. Um, so it's, it's really important to pay attention to those signs. Now, everybody can experience gaslighting, like in any relationship, really. It doesn't have to be romantic uh, for, for gaslighting to, to, to take place. However, it is predominantly existent in romantic relationships, especially in relationships in which there is an imbalance of power. So, I know a lot of women whose husband... Um, just have power over them, especially financial power. So in my opinion, when the man has that financial power, um, and not all men are like this, but I find that a lot of men um, withhold a lot of things from women in, in exchange for money or um, just abuse that power in many ways. And some 
men resort to gaslighting because they know that the women don't have other choices but them. They know that the women have to stay in that relationship because, and it could be for many reasons, like in in a lot of um, Arab cultures, it's very much taboo for women to be divorced. So a lot of women feel that they have to stay in those relationships and they don't have an alternative. Um, and and we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, why it's difficult to leave um, partners that do this. Um, so there are so many signs that indicate that your partner is probably gaslighting you. And I'm going to share some, but they're not you know, it's not a comprehensive li list. There are so many, so many signs. Um, and they're all equally important. They're, you know, I think when people are in an abusive relationship, they tend to downplay a lot of signs and, and find excuses to their abusers for whatever reason. Um, but what I'm saying is all these signs are equally important. So the first sign is uh, trivializing and trivializing occurs when a person belittles um, the other person's feelings so think about when someone tells you that you're too sensitive or you are overreacting and they don't validate your feelings you can't argue with people's feelings period you just cannot do that if someone is feeling some type of way they're allowed to feel that way you might not agree about why they're feeling that way and it's not for you to agree or disagree but you really have to validate that person's feeling and a lot of abusers um, don't acknowledge the other's feeling and they trivialize your feelings because they make you feel like you're not supposed to be feeling like that and they make you feel like you're just being so sensitive and that you are being um, dramatic or you overreact so that's a very 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 important sign the second one is withholding. Um, and I've lived this specific one. Um, when someone withholds, they refuse to engage in a conversation with you and basically ignore you for hours or even days. And they usually use this technique um, because they pretend not to understand you um, so that you don't respond and you don't react to whatever they're trying to do to you and they might say things like i don't know what you're talking about or uh you're just trying to confuse me which it's like reverse psychology which in turn starts to confuse you actually because you're like what do you like what do you mean um they just basically refuse to have a constructive conversation with you to come to a common ground and they just leave you there hanging um, I had shared my experience before about my abusive marriage and when I lived with that man he would literally not talk to me for days and he was the only person I knew in that state and he was the only person I had in that apartment and it really really drives you to feel insane you start to question your own sanity like uh, like am I the crazy one or is he because it's really hard for me to even understand and wrap my head around the idea of living with somebody and ignoring them for like hours, let alone days. Um, you have to have a very cold heart and you, 
you you have to be a narcissist in in order for you to do that and i think you know it's it's a very dangerous form of um gaslighting because you just feel so helpless and that's exactly what they want you to feel the next sign is countering and countering is when a person questions your memories so if you say something like but you've done this before and we've talked about this before and they say you never remember things correctly or are you sure you have a very bad memory or you just feel crazy right now and you start to question your own sanity and your own memories because they act so sure of themselves and deny that you even could remember an instance or an incident that happened between you guys um i hate that <laughs> next sign is denial denial is when they completely just deny that they did something or that even something occurred or that they ever said something to you and you you really sit there looking and feeling crazy because you start to think like am i making this up um and, and it's really fucked up because it just plays on the human psyche and it just makes you feel like you're like battling a demon alone but you're really not chances are you remember exactly what happened and chances are they're just gaslighting you um another um sign is stereotyping and this is used especially against women so think about women there's so many stereotypes against us on the daily but a lot of stereotype have to do with like our hormones that we are hormonal and crazy and bitches when we're on our period so so um they would say something like your hormones are just making you crazy you are a crazy woman this is what women do and it basically stereotypes you as a woman um but this is also relevant to men i'm not just saying that men gaslight women i'm saying this could get, go either way really there are so many abusive women out there um and stereotypes that they could you know use against men are uh you just being a man you're just being a bro you're just um you you don't remember you're not you don't have a woman a woman memory so stereotyping uh basically invalidates you as the human being that you are the unique human being you are and um therefore um makes you feel crazy another sign is diverting which is a technique when a person changes the focus of a discussion or question um, to basically question the other person's credibility um think about when someone basically turns the tables on you and starts to blame you for whatever events that occurred instead of like trying to find a solution or even own up to their own mistakes they might see say things like this is just another crazy idea you got from your friend or they basically just start blaming you for whatever happened okay um so 
when there are these signs and these signs as i said are super gradual nobody wakes up you know when you meet these kind of abusers they don't say hi my name is so and so and i'm about to abuse the shit out of you it starts really gradually it might start with denial it might then that person might start trivializing your feeling and making you feel really small they might start ignoring you for days and withholding conversation from you but eventually most women and men find themselves in a very very toxic relationship so according to the national domestic violence hotline um, a person experiencing gaslighting so right now we are no longer talking about the person that gaslights other people we're talking about the victim here and the person that is experiencing gaslighting these people basically have a denial phase in which they feel like they have to protect their abusers they start to lie to their family and friends um they start coming up with excuses for their abusers and feel super hopeless and joyless and worthless and incompetent because everything the abuser does is really to make you feel small than the person you actually are um they often question if they are too sensitive like i will give you an example in a little bit they become withdrawn and um and sociable they feel very confused and they second guess themselves a lot they constantly apologize to the abusive person because the abusive person will always make you feel like it's your own fault they will never own up their own mistakes and then they find it very difficult to make simple decisions um the abuse people find it very difficult to make the most simple decisions because their abusers are making them feel that they are worthless without them so if you know me on the personal level you know i am very very talkative and vibrant and just full of life i'm literally always like that probably like 10 percent of the time i feel down just because i'm human but most days i'm jumping and singing and just living my best life and when i was married i think if you saw me you would not recognize me because um i was very miserable i actually looked miserable and i was very quiet i was always quiet because every time i opened my mouth and i said something my ex-husband would understand it the way he wanted to understand it it was always me trying to say something wrong to him to the point that i stopped talking it sounds really sad to me right now but it was really what happened i just stopped talking altogether because i felt like every time i opened my mouth it would trigger him so i was just a quiet person um i avoided social places and interactions with people and i did not even have friends because everything triggered him and i just wanted peace i just wanted not to be yelled at i just wanted not to be ignored for days i just wanted him to be okay all the time it was never never about me and because my marriage was very very new when all these signs started to happen 
I think I was in denial myself about all that took place but I also came up with so many excuses for him because I thought I was a failure for choosing the wrong life partner for myself and so when my mother would talk to me I would deny a lot of things even my father I remember one day asked me a question like you don't seem happy and I I basically said to my dad how dare you like I'm fine I'm actually really happy like this is this is the best thing I've done but my parents knew you know parents know when you you feel some type of way so everything that I'm talking about here was definitely present unfortunately in my um, marriage and um, I'm gonna talk about how we can leave uh, people like that so why should we leave because gaslighting and abusing can have so many negative effects such as anxiety and depression and just psychological trauma which I developed I developed PTSD after my marriage and I had to seek a lot of therapy for a lot of years in order for me to heal my trauma and writing eventually helped me even more heal my trauma so I'm lucky to have access to um, doctors and psychologists and and my own creative outlet that helps me heal but I know that a lot of women don't um, and and we all know that you know abuse is horrible but psychological and emotional abuse I feel like is on top of the list is because it just it can really scar you to life it's not something you see and you sometimes feel like oh my god I'm so over it but then you feel triggered at some point in your life um, so if you're in a relationship and if you feel like you're in a relationship in which you think somebody is gaslighting you the honestly the only thing I want to tell you is to leave just leave however I understand that that's difficult to so many people um, according to the national abuse hotline um, it takes a person five no seven times seven trials to leave their abusers so a woman would try to leave her abuser seven times until she actually leaves and when I think about my own experience in the span of five months my marriage lasted five months I tried to leave five times I actually packed my shit and left the house five times before I actually eventually left um, and I'm so glad I did I could have and I should have left way earlier before things got physical and crazy but I didn't have the courage um, and I wasn't ready sometimes you're just not ready really so if leaving is not an option for you for whatever whatever reason and I'm talking to you because I have girls on my Instagram that reach out to me and share things with me very sad things actually and I'm talking to you if you can if you can hear me I'm talking to you I'm not gonna give a name but I, I have a couple of women that shared horrific things with me and I hope that you can find strength in in this episode because if I can do it in 
very freezing temperatures and with zero dollars you can but if for whatever reason you cannot leave your abuser i'm gonna give you some tips of how to live with them and and basically protect yourself while doing it so you need to keep a secret diary track events and incidents and with the diet with the day and the time and the details of what happened i'm telling you this is going to come in handy if you ever need it um i was lucky enough to find an organization when i was married that i called all the time whenever my my ex-husband would leave to work i just called them and i vented and i talked and i talked and i talked to them and i they even assigned a caseworker for me because i was um considered like in a threatening relationship um so i talked to that person every time i had the chance to do so and when i eventually left and i started my case against my husband i was able to have that person write me so many affidavits about my situation it's a very important thing and even friends like if you have a friend you trust maybe you can email that friend because um when my abusive relationship was over and i left a lot of my friends wrote me letters and affidavits to help me with my case the second thing um is to talk to a counselor or or there are so many um organizations that offer help and you don't even have to go see them in person if you can call them and i will give a number at the end of this episode to um hopefully help you with that um take pictures i think pictures have helped me personally a lot of everything that took place every time he broke something around the house i took pictures of it and i emailed it to my friend um and then later i was able to retrieve all of that um it's it's called the fact check so if you say that that person hit you i'm not saying they're not going to believe you because they will believe you but if you have a picture that that's literally like strong strong evidence that could help you a lot um and keeping voice memos try to um keep voice memos of like what happened to you if you don't want to write it um or send somebody a voice message and ask them to keep them for you uh last but not least check your state law um about abusive relationships because here's the thing and i know that i have a lot of followers from like uh, uh, homeland morocco i don't know how that's like there but i'm sure there are laws but in the u.s every state is different and a lot of a lot of women think that they have to stay with their abusers because they provide for them or because their abusers are the ones that brought them to the country that was not my case i met my ex-husband in the us but even if that person brought you from morocco that person does not have the right to fuck up your immigration status you can do so much without that person because if you decide to involve an organization in your case they will assign uh, legal help for you and a lawyer to take your case pro bono and 
I want to talk very briefly about something that I actually experienced. So when I had left my husband, I had nothing, literally. I had zero dollars in my account and I had no clothes and it was snowing and my hair was falling and I looked like an actual zombie. I was a zombie walking around because of the stress and the the trauma that had happened and I was so lucky to find a lawyer that took my case pro bono Um, and I was able to apply for a VAWA case. What is a VAWA case? A VAWA case is an acronym for Violence Against Women Act because a lot of people ask me how were you able to stay in the US and I've never talked about this ever this is my first time talking about it Um, basically a violence against women act is an act that was made in place to protect women and men from their abusers so there are two important things when it comes to VAWA you have to be legally married to that person that person could have a green card or could be a US citizen and you have to prove that you were abused at some point by that person now my story was very very complicated because i married my ex-husband in the mosque and it was an islamic marriage and it was not an american marriage so in the beginning they actually denied my case and um later on they i appealed my case and i basically explained to them you know they, they said something like well We understand that you were in some form of relationship based on the pictures with this man, but there is no proof of marriage because I never had access to my marriage certificate and my ex-husband just refused to give it to me when we were trying to separate. And at the end of all of it, um, after six years of court and all of this, I was able to get my VAWA case approved because... When I appealed my case, I remember vividly explaining to Americans and the immigration that in Morocco, I cannot just be a girlfriend and be wearing tkshita, like a traditional Moroccan uh, dress with his parents. Like we don't do that as girlfriend and boyfriend. We don't just hang out with, with all the nieces and the nephews. Because I I sent pictures of all of our, you know, family events and stuff like that. So they were able to change their American perspective and kind of come into my culture and um, approve my case. But the point that I'm trying to make is if I did not have all the evidence and the facts and the voice memos I kept, I don't think my case would have been approved. And I also think if I didn't have the courage to appeal my case because I did not, I was not about to give up. I was not about to give up because he had already stolen so much from me. He had stolen so many months of joy from me. I wasn't going to let him ruin my life for the rest of my life. So if you are in the US and I'm talking to the girls on Instagram that have been, you know, talking to me about their lives. You do not have to stay with your abuser. I mean, I know it feels like that's the only choice, but it's not the only choice. 
there are so many other things you can do on your own and and probably do it so much better and and well without that person in your life um I understand that abuse is a very difficult topic to talk about, um, especially, you know, all forms of abuse. But um, if any of you girls have questions about the VAWA case and, and any of that, please let me know. I would be very happy to answer questions to my best ability. Thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, please protect yourselves from people like this, whether you are a man or a woman, because abuse can happen in so many, you know, it doesn't have to be even a really a romantic relationship we could have friends that could gaslight us every single day and we just like don't realize it and turn a blind eye on it so just keep protecting yourself and look at the signs and if you see something scary leave if you can thank you so much for listening to me and before I leave, I wanted to share with you the hotline number. I'm sorry, I forgot. It is 800-799-7233. This is a confidential number. So if you call them um, and you give them your name, they will never text you or call you without your uh, consent. They will never, ever uh, mail you anything. You can also go to... Um, the hotline.org and you can live chat with a representative or you can text uh, love is to this number 22522 if you text love is they will know that you are in an abusive relationship and you need immediate help the number to text is 22522 Please take care of yourselves, guys. I will connect with you next week. Thank you for listening to me. Love and light, Mina.